Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to witness the world's number one wrestling podcast. Let me pod to you. Yeah. Welcome to Let Me Pod to You. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter at WeHateJacob. That's hate with an eight. I'm here with my co-host, Dimitri. You can find him with a strawberry milk on Twitter at JustDimitri underscore. How are you, Dimitri? I'm doing wonderful. How you doing, sir? Sensational. Let's get this thing rolling. We are super excited to start podcasting. We spend a lot of our time talking about wrestling anyway, and honestly, our wives are getting a little sick of us talking to them about it. The uh-huhs are starting to hurt. Um, <clears throat> for our first week with WrestleMania 39 just around the corner, we're going to have a big show to kick things off, and we have our friend Ied, who you can find on Twitter at EADG underscore, joining us. Ied, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank Thanks for, for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Our, our format is going to be headlines, stocks rising, and stocks falling. Um, these can be specific wrestlers, storylines, whatever, to kick things off. Um, and then if we don't reach everything on the WrestleMania card through the conversation, we'll do some quick hits at the end. Dimitri, what is your headline going into WrestleMania? Brett, I'm going to tell you. My headline right now, Theory versus Cena. All right. Now, if you were to ask me... <laughs> if you would have asked me if I was excited about Theory, maybe, I don't know, even a month ago, two months ago, it would have been a big old hell no. Nah. But now I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of a little excited. Um, his character, as we all I'm sure we all kind of feel the same way about his character at the beginning. It was pretty ass. Mm-hmm. Um, his gear was dumb. Uh, his whole A-Town Down shtick was pretty dumb. Uh, not to mention the selfie thing. That was awful. Super cringy. So thank you, Triple H, for getting rid of that. That's lovely. Um, but yeah, at the beginning, it kind of seemed like his character was like stuck on this like silver spoon, I'm a heel, blah. He had a really punchable face, and he was just like basically Vince's favorite son, and that can work, but it just felt like it just didn't. And it was just so, like, I don't know. It just was not a good, enjoyable thing. How did y'all feel about that? Uh, the only good thing that came out of that was when he had that short program with Roman Reigns after he won Money in the Bank, after Vince uh, was ousted, and yep. Roman got the, your daddy's gone. Yeah, I'm your daddy now. <laughs> that was great. That was good. That was the only good thing. Yeah, that's... That's sort of like uh, kind of the turning point for me. So like um, I wasn't really high on theory. And then, you know, he finally Vince left. And I feel like that is literally the point at which his character turned. So like that thing with Roman happened. uh, He started kind of like spiraling down. He was losing matches like every raw. And he was kind of just like losing his like, I guess, any sort of luster that he did have, even though I didn't feel like it was any like real luster. It was just kind of like forced upon us. Um and he was just losing all that. And then we finally got to a point where he was like trying to cash in his money in the bank. And then he just literally couldn't cash in his money in the bank. And uh, what he, did he try for the U.S. title? Is that what he tried for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he yep. tried for the U.S. title, couldn't even get the U.S. title. And that was like rock bottom. Uh, and then since then, it's just kind of been like uphill from there. Um, so his character's definitely grown on me since then. He went from like, silver spoon annoying child to like 
I get a lot of like I see why people say like John Cena comparisons, but to me he seems more like a early like Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho was like super egotistical kind of in your face like thought the best of himself when he first came to raw back in the day and i just know me as like a little little child watching that i hated chris jericho and i'm sure the kids today kind of feel similarly about him but anyways back to the topic um we got john cena versus theory all that leading up to it we got that really good promo a couple weeks ago on raw where john cena was talking shit (laughs) telling him that basically fans don't care uh, to which, you know, there is some truth, some truth to that. You know, fans don't really, I, I feel like nobody was really been behind theory, but this is a big match, right? Cause if he wins, uh, you know, that's a big deal for his character. And I think that's, uh, it's going to be a really big, you know, momentum push for him. If he loses, I don't know what the hell is going to happen, <laughs> but I hope, I hope he wins to be honest. Theory or Cena? Theory. I hope Theory wins, because I think that'd be huge for his character. If Cena wins, I mean, cool, I guess, legend, goat, and stuff, but, like, I think it would be really good for Theory's character to see him win. Your thoughts, Ed? Um, <clears throat> I agree with what you said about Theory having a very punchable face. I've also thought that mm-hmm. since day one, which that usually makes for a really good heel. Um, it's kind of ironic that he didn't really start getting over until Vince left, considering, you know, how hard they were trying to make him go over when Vince was there. Absolutely. Uh, I do think he's had his moments where I've started to, like, appreciate his work. It just hasn't been very consistent. Um, so I think that's the next thing is can he do multiple programs with different people in a row and consistently have that kind of quality where – you know, you're interested, you're paying attention the entire time. Yeah, I feel that his, uh, I feel like his, um, specifically his promo work could use some work. It was really bad. It's gotten better, but it's still not like there. Like, it's like, if I can tell he's trying really hard, but it always, it feels like that. Like he's trying really hard and it shouldn't feel like he's trying really hard. Yeah, It doesn't sound natural. It doesn't come off. And I, I just, they did the empty arena thing on Raw this past Monday night, and I thought, mm-hmm. like, in, in theory, pun intended, um, it was a good idea, but I just don't think he has the presence on the mic yet to do something like that in an empty arena, where it's really the focus is on you, and any time you mess up or anything like that, it's going to be super obvious. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to disagree slightly on the empty arena. That actually worked for me, and barely anything with theory works for me. Even this, like, kind of I brought myself up after daddy left thing. Like, I, that, I mean, I don't like Austin Theory. He's not my cup of tea. He's not my type of wrestler. Uh, but the, the empty arena thing, I, I actually really did like that. He, he took what John Cena said and said, yeah, you say the fans don't care? Fuck them. I'll do this in an empty arena. They don't, yeah. they don't get to see my promo tonight. I, I like that. I thought that was a, a bold move. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, you do see the mistakes a little bit more when you don't have the crowd, but I think maybe the crowd has been something that has been getting to him during his promos. Cause he gets booed and what it a lot and he oh, doesn't really yeah, have a way chance. to, to <laughs> like fight uh, against it right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's your headline going into mania? 
So mine is more so looking into where we're going to be after WrestleMania than necessarily WrestleMania. Um, mm -hmm. And I want to talk about Otis, or as he's now known, Otis. Yeah, um, <clears throat> um, I just think him and Chad Gable breaking up at this point in time is what's best for both of them. Um, I think Otis will be really good, really entertaining. I've already enjoyed seeing the little stuff he's doing with the maximum male models. And I just think Chad Gable is too, too good in the ring to kind of be a tag team wrestler. I think he can really thrive in the mid card as a solo guy. So I'm excited to kind of see where Otis and also Chad Gable go after WrestleMania. I agree. I agree big time. I mean, everything that, you know, maximum male models has been doing, I, I think is landing. It seems really over. I mean, even on, on raw last night, like the Otis in the middle of the ring and then they, they cut back backstage and you know, they're back there watching him being like, Oh yeah, this, this is, this is the missing piece. Like he, he can do, you know, being in the, being in the kind of comedy mid card section, I think really well. And I know Dimitri has lots of thoughts about Chad Gable, but mm. Chad Gable, he, that man can go. Like he has it. He's he's great on the mic. He's great in the ring. Everybody that needs to get over, um, over the mid card, I guess I should say, they put they put them in there with Chad Gable to make them look strong because Chad always looks strong, even if he takes the the, the L at the end. Yeah, I'd have to big agree with all that. Um, like you mentioned, I absolutely love Chad Gable. Not to go off topic, but my boy Chad Gable is a legend, man. They got to give him a push. But Otis, I am liking all of it. Um, I have really liked Otis the entire, or Otis, the entire time since he's been on the <laughs> roster. Like, you know, from the jump when he was with Tucker in that tag team, Heavy Machinery. Uh, I he was hilarious then. He would always be on like the sideline, like Tucky, <laughs> and that like shit is hilarious. Like he's just got really good comedic timing. Um, he's a pretty good wrestler. Uh, he's absolutely ginormous. He definitely sticks out always. And you know, I'd have to agree. The maximum male model stuff is it's such a like ridiculous Vince McMahon esque idea, but it is truly entertainment. And I'm here for it. I love it. Um, and I, yeah, I'd agree. I think it's the best thing for both uh, Otis and my boy Chad Gable so we can finally get that singles push that he deserves since he's, I think he's in his mid-30s now. So it's about time. Yeah, let's give it to him. My my headline going into WrestleMania is WrestleZania. Uh, the Sami Zayn story over the last year has been my favorite thing in all of wrestling, WWE, AEW. Uh, I I love it. I think that the way that they've told that story has been great. And, you know, last week getting getting Sammy and Kevin back together with a with a nice, lovely little hug at the end, we're going brother versus brother for all the gold at WrestleMania. And I think that those guys are gonna put on a banger of a match. And I'm really looking forward to to seeing what they put together. I honestly don't know how that's going to end. I, I think it depends on if they're looking at doing a greater kind of the bloodline is crumbling kind of story out of WrestleMania um, on if, you know, the Usos finally lose those belts or not. I 
I think that it should be a main event. I understand why it's not, but it it's got to either open one of the one of the nights and, or you know close the first night. In my opinion, it's that big of a story. Yeah, I would uh, I agree with all that as well. The um, the whole entire Bloodline storyline has obviously been like one of the biggest things in wrestling since it started. Um, and I remember hearing somewhere that. Uh, it was because of Triple H that Sami Zayn got into the storyline, um, which I thought was interesting. It wasn't really something that he was going to be in eventually. Um, and I think Roman Reigns, if if I'm not mistaken, I think Roman Reigns pitched the idea and Triple H okayed it, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's cool that uh, it seems like Roman Reigns saw that like things were kind of like he needed to spice things up a little bit and like add another player into the fold and. Honestly, it's been fantastic. Um, I've always liked Sami Zayn, um, but this has definitely made me appreciate his character even more. Um, there's been super like great amount of depth to all the characters in the entire storyline. Like, I got feelings for Sami. I got feelings for Jay, Jimmy, um, Sola Sokoa, Roman, Paul Heyman, of course. The whole storyline has just been fire the whole way through. Now, I also don't know how everything's going to play out. I don't even have any sort of idea how they're going to make this go. I don't know if they, they plan on making this carry out to like SummerSlam or like till the end of the year, or if this is like the ending, I can't see it being the ending with backlash coming up, but I, I'm just really liking what it is and I'm along for the ride. Let's move into stocks rising. Uh, Ead, what is your stock rising? Um, well, this kind of goes with what I talked about earlier. The stock rising for me is the maximum male models. Um, I just think ever since they split up LA Knight from the group, it kind of seemed like they were going to be dead in the water. Um, they, they weren't on TV for a while. There wasn't really any sort of ideas for them. Um, but then they started doing the stuff on YouTube, and that's been really entertaining, really funny, really good. Um, and it's carried over. They got some TV time. And like I talked about earlier, now they're getting OTs. Um, and I just think there's not enough good comedy acts on TV right now in wrestling in general. Yeah. And I think having at least one kind of solid, reliable, especially a group, um, just like makes the whole show adds another dimension to the show. Uh, keeps things fresh, and so I'm looking forward, like I said earlier, to seeing what they do going forward after WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that letting LA Knight go be LA Knight, yeah, and do his thing, yeah, was was good for everyone involved. I mean, it they've grown out of you know where it started, and I, I, LA Knight is probably the the part that I'm looking forward to the most on, on SmackDown lately. Like, what's he going to do? Like him coming out and saying, yeah, no, don't worry, Ray. I, I can be, I can be LA Mysterio for, for WrestleMania weekend. I can go, I can be a deadbeat dad too. Like it's just, it's so good. <laughs> Everything he does is it's quality. Is, it's quality work. He carried the entire build um, with Bray Wyatt. And like, thank God that losers off my TV. Like I am, <laughs> Not into that shtick at all. I feel bad for Bobby Lashley because he's getting left out of WrestleMania now. But you know, 
it saves us from Bray Wyatt having a crap <laughs> match. So, but yeah, I'm yeah, I'm with you. Like the maximum male models, they are they're going straight to the upper reaches of the mid card right now. <laughs> I was gonna say straight to the top, but they're not going that far. <laughs> straight to uh, the top no. of the mid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I hope they I hope they keep showing up on TV because like it's very good every time. Yeah, I just want to add. I think top of the mid should be something we create as a segment top of the mid that's incredible that's a great idea but yeah no i don't really have anything i see you adding it to the notes hell yeah <laughs> i don't really have anything to add um, that you haven't said already i i, I love uh, maximum male models i think they're doing great but to go off that jacob i saw you mention uh my boy uh ray mysterio the uh deadbeat dad yeah so uh my stock's rising is going to be his son, Dom, ex-con Dom. Man, <laughs> let me tell you, uh, this guy, Dom, debuted in what, like, was it 2020 or somewhere around? Early, right before the pandemic, I think, right before the pandemic. And, like, first it was cool, you know, it was, like, Ray's son, so I was like, cool, nice to see Ray's son, nice to see him tag team with Ray's son, that's fun. And then, like quickly a couple week weeks into it i'm sure we kind of all felt the same thing we're just like oh he's kind of ass like uh he's just kind of really bad at promos and why is his gear so tight when he looked like that <laughs> it was a uh not a good look i didn't like the look uh i didn't like the character and it was just super bland and just another one of those characters that came off as pretty cringe um but then you know fast forward we got the whole uh mommy stuff going on which is quite interesting um and we got XCon dom the new and improved dom mysterio i am all about this character i'm not saying he's the greatest character on raw probably a, you know a top of the mid type character top of the <laughs> mid uh somebody you're interested like i seriously i was not i would have not been interested in this match probably a year ago but the way it's built with, you know, all of the tag team matches with Ray and how they broke up and all the time they've spent building this up to every week, Dom just being another piece of garbage child calling his dad a deadbeat every single week. Like it's been, it was felt so good when Ray put his hands on Dom and that's not a bad thing about Dom. That's like a great thing for his character. Just that we had such crazy feelings for Ray doing that because Dom's been such a piece of garbage. So definitely stocks up for Dom. I'm very excited to see how this match goes. And speaking of that, I don't know how they're going to have it go because Ray's going into the hall of fame. So like, I'm sure Ray wants to have a big moment, but at the same time, I think Ray probably would want to put over his son more than anything. So, I think my feelings are Dom's probably going to win. Ray's probably going to lose. My big question after that is, where do we go after that? Where does Ray go after that? Where does Dom go after that? I I agree with you. I think that Dom's going to win, but it's not going to be clean. Like mm-hmm. I think I think Dom is going to do something or he's going to have Damian Priest out there with him. There's going to be some shenanigans that goes on. Dom's going to going to take the win, but I don't think it's going to be over after WrestleMania. 
um, especially with Legato del Fantasma coming out and defending Ray, you know, for weeks on end now, I think we're going to be building to some kind of Ray being a mentor to Legato del Fantasma as, Ooh. you know, he starts to transition out of in-ring work. Well, he'll still be, you know, doing some in-ring stuff, but it's not going to be every week, I think. Um, and then eventually uh, it'll come to a, you know, Legato versus Judgment Day kind of, you know, face-off. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe they'll put Dom up on a on a thing for custody again, you know. <laughs> custody of Dominic. Tag team match. <laughs> Yeah, I know you love Don, uh, Rey Mysterio. What what are your what are your thoughts on how this has gone? Uh, well, I I felt the same way that Dimitri did. I think for the most part, I really really did not like Dom. To be fair, I didn't really hate him either. He was just mm-hmm. kind of there at first. Uh, I will say, and you guys can vouch for this, I did cheer a lot when Veer showed up and beat him and put him in an ambulance. <laughs> I thought we were finally rid of Dominic Mysterio. Um, but like Dimitri said, the ex-condom stuff has been hilarious. It's been very entertaining. It's been fantastic. And the storyline has had everything. It's been funny. It's been serious. Um, the thing, Loki, that I'm looking forward to the most is Michael Cole on commentary during this <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh yes. my God. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna go in on Dominic during that whole match. He's basically like, "What a piece of shit!" Oh, I hate this kid. And Corey Gray's gonna be like, "He's misunderstood. His dad wasn't around." That'll be some good stuff. That'll that'll be really good. Yeah, and I'm also curious as if to whether or not Pat McAfee will be there on commentary. Obviously, I would love for Pat to be there. I think him and Michael Cole are the best commentary team in the business right now um yep. and so that's that's another thing that i guess we'll have to wait and see on night one i mean another another thing we'll have to wait and see with this story is is, is dom gonna pull up to to his dad's house on easter you know we've got <laughs> you know two weeks till easter i love what, those. what's gonna happen there is it gonna be good friday palm sunday when's he showing up it's it's a it's a big question uh my stock rising is meaty men slapping meat and yeah, I'm buddy. talking about the Intercontinental title match. I have really enjoyed the build to this. Gunther is sensational. Like, that man... Hold on, wait, 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 wait. You mean Gunther! <laughs> you can't yes, just say yes. Gunther, bro. Gunther. What, the, what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, Walter. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> but the the build with for this match with, with Gunther, you know, being so upset with uh with management about i said i would have one challenger at wrestlemania and you give me two like these men are going to be slapping meat and it's going to be amazing i am so looking forward to it like they gunther's chops drew kicking people in the face sheamus beating the bowery you know, like they are going to be bloodied all all through their chest by the end of this. How it's going to go? No idea. Personally, <laughs> I hope I hope Gunther holds on to the title because I think he's been a very good intercontinental champion. He's really brought some prestige back to that belt. There's no more nonsense with it jumping around every three weeks on SmackDown anymore. It's like you, you people don't even want to get in the ring with this man because they know they're going to get their chest caved in. 
Um, I, I think if Sheamus wins it, it's what it, it, he completes kind of the the cycle. He gets he has had all the belts. Then if he does that, is that right? I didn't know that. That's interesting. If so, I, th- I think yeah, that's it's the only aspect. title he hasn't won. Yep, it's the, the only one. title he hasn't won. So I think that's going to be another interesting aspect of that. You know, is are, is Sheamus going to finally get the the one that he hasn't gotten to? And I'm I'm not very over on Drew McIntyre. I know a lot of people are. I just I don't really like his. I'm big and Scottish stick, so you know I'm it doesn't work for me. I don't think he should be allowed to have his sword at ringside. That's not fair. Um, so I, I think personally, I think it's going to be down between Gunther and, and Sheamus, but you know we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, I feel that probably uh, agree with you. Probably down to Gunther and Sheamus, but you know the Drew McIntyre slander, man. You weren't there for the pandemic, dog. He carried the pandemic. That was a beautiful time. Were That's you there? True. Did you watch? Did I, you watch no, the pandemic, Drew? No, uh, summer SummerSlam twenty uh, one. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. It is fair that you feel that way if you didn't watch him during the pandemic because Bro carried it. Uh, but afterwards, he's just kind of just kind of been around and, like you said, just kind of been Drew McIntyre with the sword. So, yeah. There's not really much to his character other than ah, I have a sword. I got manly chest hair and I'm big. And I slap me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like for Clash of the Castle, I I thought he had a chance to to beat Roman. At the same time, fair. I wanted I wanted Roman to put that man in the guillotine in his own in his own you know near his own country. You know, I <laughs> I was hoping for that, but didn't happen, unfortunately. Uh, Ed, what do you have first up on stock falling? Well, uh, I I might upset Dimitri with this one. I know he's a huge fan, but we got to talk about Lacey Evans. And by that, I mean, she's bad. That's all we really got to say. I think she's gotten more heat for her outside the wrestling ring stuff than she has as a heel in the ring, which really tells you all you need to know. Um, I mean, rightfully so, though. I mean, yeah, true. I'll give you deplorable. (laughs) But yeah, I just we haven't seen her on TV in a while, which is great. I hope that stays up. Um, Maybe she can go back and uh, be a Marine again. You know, re-enlist. Serve your country for real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was really surprised when they had her shoved with Z- with Zia Lee for that, like, uh, qualifying match for this throwaway tag team four-way at WrestleMania. Hey, 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 and it was her birthday. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> like, it... And then Zia Lee takes the L um, from Natty and Shotzi, and, like... Lacey Evans is halfway up the ramp before the I bell that. even rings. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, if you want to be here, you don't got to be. Like, I don't want to see you. Like, Hey, man. As y'all know, I, I, I got to I gotta disagree here with, with both that, both those uh, takes. I mean, some of it. You know, I, I think she deserves the, the hate for some of the ridiculous stuff she'd be saying on social media. Right? Rightfully so. I can't agree with... Uh, the whole i'm not even gonna go into the <laughs> it's a bad look i don't even want to talk about it so she's tripping with that but man i think i just think the character has potential is where i'm, I'm putting it i i like the idea of like military person who is like i was in the military i'm really good you're not good and just being like really annoying about it and being really obnoxious about being in the military and calling everybody sissies i think that is a really good 
heel character, but I don't think they've done her any justice by keeping her off TV and like snip, snap, snip, snap with different characters. And it's just like, at some point, I'm, I'm kind of just like, what is she? Right. So I, I guess I see a little bit of stocks falling for sure because things aren't going her way. And uh, she's kind of just like somebody who pops up like that match she had might have been like the only match this entire month, I think. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we like never see her. And like when she does pop up, it's on like a like a whatever throwaway match. So like, I don't know what they're doing with the character, but I think the character has potential. And let me make sure I say character the character not the real life person i like the character a lot the character is good um (laughs) but it's just i don't know it ain't working entirely i'm kind of 50 50 on that Uh, while while we're somewhat on this topic with this women's fatal four-way showcase i mean that has to be one of the matches that i am looking forward to the least and it's just straight up because of ronda rousey oh yeah everybody else in that match all seven of the other women, I have no problem with being there. But, like, I'm, you know, I don't hope she stays hurt. But, like, I hope that she might not be medically cleared to wrestle at at that so that they just throw somebody else in with Shayna Baszler. Because, like, on Raw last night, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, Adam Pierce labeling them the complaint department. I love like, Chelsea that's Green. that's so good. Like, <laughs> like... Uh, the, it was trending last night, Karen Mania, after they got <laughs> they got their ticket punched. Like that it. that's that's good. That's a fun tag team. Shotzi and Natalia. I mean, it seems like Natalia likes to just do some tag team stuff at this point. She's having a good time on Twitter, coming up with different names, calling them Black Heart and uh, Shot Through the Heart, all that kind of stuff. She's having a hey good yo. time. So I'll let I'll let Natalia and, and Shotzi have a good time as long as the Taking Care of Business tank makes its way to SoFi Stadium. That's the the key there. Um, Raquel Rodriguez, she's strong. Liv Morgan, she is less strong. But uh, I mean, it, everybody else in that in that showcase, good stuff. I think they can cook. As soon as Ronda Rousey hits her feet in the squared circle, uh, someone's throwing in some bad stuff. Yeah, I hope this is um, kind of the end of. Uh, I don't know how long Ronda Rousey's contract lasts, or how many matches she's got in, or what the future looks like. But uh, you know, I hate to throw this on somebody, but. Man, it's painful to watch. I don't like watching it. It's boring. It hurt. It's like cringy. It's just like I I honestly can say that I have not liked any segment that Ronda Rousey has been in since I've I don't know, this past whole year. I haven't seen anything. I rarely see anything, but I haven't seen anything this entire year. I I can think of one segment that I liked uh with Ronda Rousey this whole year, and that was when Charlotte Flair saved us from her. Um, as the women's champion. <laughs> that was great. Down. Yep, you're right. And, and Dimitri, who's your stock falling? Oh, yeah. Sorry, y'all. It's Charlotte Flair. Oh, weird. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> got to say this about Charlotte. It's not Charlotte's fault. I like Charlotte. I like Charlotte a lot. Charlotte is great on the mic. She's great in the ring. Uh, she's, like, just entertaining overall. She could be a great champion. She can be a great I don't know anything on the roster. She's just great at what she does, but they have not done her any justice with the storyline, with this buildup, with her comeback. The best moment of her comeback has been what Jacob just said, 
her taking the title from Rousey. That was the best thing. And, you know, it's just been, it's felt like it's been a lot of kind of like whatever here and there. Like, I was happy to see the promo the other night on SmackDown between Charlotte and Rhea. That was dope. And the match itself as an idea is a really cool idea. But, like I said before, the actual execution from like a creative standpoint and like a storyline standpoint has been completely butchered. And like, I'm excited for the match still because of the performers in it. But it could have been so much better. And that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I think I agree with you. The one thing I will say is I just think Charlotte is naturally so much better at being a heel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you can tell in the first couple of promos she did when she came back, she was still kind of adjusting to being the baby face now. Um, but again, like that had to happen if they were going to have her feud with Rhea because of all the Judgment Day stuff. There was no way Rhea was ever going to be a face. Um, so in that sense, I think, again, also not Charlotte's fault. Um, she's like, like you said, she's incredible. She's so good at what she does. It's just the build up to the match itself has been a little bit lackluster. And, and I think the same can be said for the for the Raw Women's Title match. And yeah. I love Bianca Belair, and I love Oscar. They are that match is going to cook. Like they are yep. going to do some sensational stuff. It's going to be really good. But the build has been so bad. And they did the classic, we're going to put them on a tag team together. Can they coexist? <laughs> Who fucking cares? Right. <laughs> like, when, when, the, when the wrestlers are in the back cutting, you know, cutting backstage promos saying, I don't know why we're being booked like this. Probably shouldn't be booked like that. Like, it, it's that obvious. I, I also think that these two matches should be flipped. I think it should be Charlotte and Asuka and Bianca and Rhea. Because I think we're honestly getting a natural build towards Bianca and Rhea that mm. was then kind of shifted when they decided Rhea's going to win the Royal Rumble. She's going to go after Charlotte. Yeah, and I think with the Asuka and um, Bianca Belair match, they didn't even really have to do that crazy of a build up. Like, they are just two of like the best at what they do, and that's kind of just how you sell the match. Like, these are two mm-hmm. of the best in-ring performers, regardless of gender in the company. And that's all you really have to do is just showcase their talents. Um, I do agree with you. I do think the whole can they coexist shtick is a little bit tired. Um, But we're here now. I I completely expect this match to be a banger. I'm excited for it. I'm probably a little bit more excited for it than the other women's championship match. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Um, they did. They did mess up the build, but again, both of them are just so good at what they do that people are gonna tune in anyway. You know, and I, I wanted to add uh, about what you said about um, Charlotte not being used to being the face. Uh, I remember, like, when she won the title, uh, there was a really funny video. I don't know if y'all saw it, but like, she was like given the title by the referee, and t- the typical heel thing to do in that scenario is to like yank the title away and be like, it's mine. Get your hands off of it. She like did that. And then she like laughed and was like, sorry. And she like grabbed her hand and held the title up. It was just a really funny moment where it was like, she was like, Oh shit. Oh, I'm a good guy. (laughs) Yeah. I I do remember that. That was, I remember getting a nice, nice laugh out of that. Um, Real quick. How, how do you think both of these are going to go? Um, Raw women's title. 
I can't see Bianca losing. Yeah. I think Bianca's going to win. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're the same? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yep. yep. Bianca. Uh, SmackDown Women's title. I think I think Rhea's going to take it. I would say the same. I think uh, Rhea's just got so much momentum. Uh, and it's just like every time she's on the screen, we're all like, oh, shit, it's mommy. She's back. <laughs> and, you know, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think Rhea will win. Um, I don't know what that means for Charlotte going forward, but I guess we'll figure that out afterwards. Um, but yeah, I think I think Rhea. Hopefully, they maybe, give her a, maybe a draft. Team. Maybe she yeah. goes to over to Raw and starts going after Bianca, because then she could go back to being a heel. Bianca's probably mm-hmm. the best face in the company. You know that that could be that could be some stuff. All right. Um, my stock falling at here going into the, the end bit is Roman's reign question mark. <laughs> it, it seems like the WWE universe, me excluded, want Cody Rhodes to beat Roman Reigns. I'm a Cody Rhodes hater, have been, uh, can't really see that changing. They're making him look really fucking strong. Like. I don't know what to say. Like this, this man is the first one to beat Solo Sokoa, and it was clean. Like I couldn't believe that. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought there was going to be some kind of DQ, but geez, like Cody Rhodes is coming for Roman, and I really don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, this man, uh, this man has his own hashtag. So if you uh, hashtag Cody Rhodes, it's got his little face next to it. That's how you know he's dangerous. Ugh. Did y'all know that? Yeah, some scary stuff. I did stuff. not know that. Yeah, he's got his own hashtag. So I mean, I I feel you. I don't I don't want him to win. You know who I want to get the title off Roman? I want Jay to get the title off Roman somehow. I want main event main event Jay to win the title. I don't know how that would happen, or what the optics would be, or what the storyline would be. But I wanted to go to that. So yeah, definitely hoping that Roman retains somehow. I am also a fellow Cody Rhodes uh, hater, and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily surprised that he beat Solo clean. It's just the finish felt very anticlimactic for it being Solo's first time getting pinned on the main roster. I thought there would be a lot more drama involved, even if he did lose clean. Um, so that was a little bit disappointing for me. Um, I will say I wouldn't mind seeing Cody be a world champion in a world where there are two separate world titles, but no. uh, but to put both titles on them, um, I'm not sure how I feel about that, honestly. I think I'll have to wait and see how it plays out before I really have an opinion on it. The, the big thing that I can see going for Cody Rhodes having both belts is that man is fine with working, it seems. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, you want me to go to Toledo on a on a Sunday? Yeah, sure, I'll go to Toledo on a Sunday. You need me to be in um, Arlington, Virginia on Monday? Yeah, I'll be there. Like, he'll be at every show. He'll be at every house show. He will do whatever to get his hands on those belts. So Roman kind of moving more into a part-time position, there are some rumors that he wants to take some extended time off. Maybe him and Moxley are going to meet up in Barbados, talk about what were you doing last year, just carrying the company. What about you? Same thing. You know, <laughs> like I, I could see them wanting someone that's going to be on both shows because, I mean, USA cannot be pleased that they barely have a champion. That's like, facts. I, 
I, I could see it being more from kind of the corporate side of things leading to this, but still not happy about it. I don't like Cody Rhodes. Um, some quick hits to take us home. The other matches we didn't we didn't get to um, through through the regular format. Uh, the women's trios match: Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. Dimitri, what are your what are your thoughts on that going in? Um, build up's been all right. Um, I obviously am a big fan of the legends, Trish and Lita. Can't not like Trish and Lita, so that's pretty dope. Um, as to who's gonna win. I gotta ask you first. Who do you think is gonna win? <laughs> Becky, Lita, and Trish. I I think that like you're bringing back two Hall of Famers with with mm-hmm. the man. I just I don't see it going any other way. They're gonna get that dub. They're gonna get that cheer. They're gonna get that pop, and then they're gonna lose those uh, tag belts at Backlash. That is that is a very good prediction. Um, yeah, that would that would make some sense. Uh, the only the only reason I was worried about uh, damage control losing is because they've kind of just been kind of floating around, haven't really done anything crazy since they had the the tag championships, and and Bailey hasn't really done anything as a singles competitor other than just having a random match here and there. So the whole faction in, in general has just been kind of floating around although i like everybody like in the faction individually like love eos guy love dakota guy love bailey absolutely love bailey um but yeah i'm just a little worried about their uh faction but yeah if it plays out that way and they take a l at wrestlemania but then uh take a w at backlash i think that'd probably work out the best but that would mean that we'd need another uh trish and lita match and do you think the legends will come back for another match at backlash I don't think backlash is big enough. I think we have to wait until SummerSlam. Yeah. Saudi show in May. Oh god. Oh, I don't know. Is Lita gonna go? Has she gone with Saudi Arabia? Yeah, she did the. She did one last year. Okay. She had a match with Becky Lynch at one of the Saudi shows. Yeah, I. I think it's where Roman beat Goldberg at SummerSlam. I would rather I was about see to it mention SummerSlam. Goldberg because when I say when you say Saudi show, the name that comes to mind is Goldberg. Like that's his turf. <laughs> nah, he's going to AEW. He's gonna go fuck with Sting. Um, uh, Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. I, I I don't like Logan Paul. I love that the WWE universe also doesn't like Logan Paul. I really hope that Seth wins. I don't yep. see it. I think it's going to be that one lucky punch. Oh, God. Um, unfortunately. Or maybe he'll get hit with a prime bottle or some shit. But <laughs> it, I, I haven't really loved the build to this. It's just been Seth getting knocked out. But, I mean, at least he had an easier time getting a WrestleMania match this year than last year. He didn't have to go, you know, begging to Connecticut. We had that really good segment out of this where Seth came out in those big ass red boots. Oh, that was God, fun. The, the viral boots. red boots. Yeah. <laughs> that was really that was really good. I loved that segment. Seth is Seth is fire. I also like that uh, they're letting Logan be a um, a heel this time. Uh, he's much better heel than he is a face. A much less believable face, just because naturally, based on the no internet and real life. <laughs> Not that many people are a fan of Logan Paul, so definitely works much better as a heel, I'd say. But I, I, I think I got Seth winning for sure. I mean, my little brother-in-law, who's like 13, doesn't even like Logan Paul. So, like, who's he <laughs> it's for? It's like Universal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, what are you, what are your feelings on on that one? Um, as much as we hate Logan Paul, and we hate him a lot, <laughs> there is no denying that that man can go in the ring. Mm-hmm. That's Every, a good point. I always forget about he, it until he does a match. He's good. It's because he only has a match every six months. But when yeah. he does, that man can go. There's always a moment, too, like a big moment yeah. that you're like, damn, yep, that was cool. Spot. A yeah. cool picture, something. Yep, Him there was and- the selfie. There was the collision with Ricochet at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. There's always a moment. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, Hangman Adam Page needs to, you know, file some lawsuits, though, that this man stole his buckshot lariat. Um, I I think I couldn't believe that the first time I saw it. I, I Yeah, I think I, I texted you. I was like, I was like, is that a buckshot? Is he just doing a buckshot? And you know what? I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go a step further, and I'll say that Logan Paul in this past year, to me, has been a more compelling watch than Hangman Adam Page. Ooh. Ooh, that's a hot take. I can't really argue with it, though. As someone who actually likes Hangman. Um, all right. Uh, two more. Uh, Fatal 4-Way Showcase, the men's side. We talked about the Alpha Academy a little bit. Thank you. Um, Viking Raiders are going to come stink the shit out of the place. Thank God that's not a dome, and it's it's technically an open air stadium with a with a with a roof. Um, gotta gotta air that place out. Street profits, they always cook. Ricochet yeah. and Braun Strowman, aka Big Bald Little Bald, aka Too Bald Too Furious. I it's it's going to be one of those matches they throw in the middle. Uh, I'll, I might go make some queso during that time. You know, have have a glance back to the living room, see what's popping, but like. Man, I, I think they're gonna find a way to throw a really good match out of that. They had the an eight man tag with all those all those guys on Raw last night. It was a good match. It was it was good. Montez Ford jumping off the ring post over Braun Strowman, flipping himself 180 degrees in midair. Like Dimitri, just like you want Chad Gable to go in a singles run, like Montez Ford, he's ready for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I big agree with that. I love Montez as well. So, yeah, Montez is fire. Everybody is actually looking at the match. You know, there's a lot of talent in that match, right? Ricochet is a great uh, performer. Not really a big Braun fan. Viking Raiders, you know, you're going to smell up the place, so that is what it is. But Alpha Academy, elite talent over there. My boy Chad Gable and Otis. And Street Profits, again, elite talent. So, uh, who do you think you, you got winning the match? I think I got Street Profits. I don't really think anybody else is going to win it, but who do you got? Yeah, you, you you go first. I don't know. Um, yeah, I want to. I think it'll be the Street Profits too. And while we're on this subject, I want to send a message to um, Angelo Dawkins um, because the solo run is coming. It's only yes. a matter of time now. That we kind of saw at the Elimination Chamber a little bit. So, uh, Angelo Dawkins, you need to get your CDL, learn a trade, <laughs> go back to school, figure something out. Because once. Montez goes solo. It's over. It's done. Hey, man. Angelo's been pretty good. He's been improving. I think Angelo's got an okay singles run. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? He, he, when, it, when they first debuted, I'll, I'll give you that. When they first debuted, I was like all on Montez. And I was like, man, when Montez breaks out, it's over for Angelo. But I think Angelo's going to be all right. 
He won't be Montez, but he'll be all right. Maybe I mean, him and Top Dollar can be a tag team. Yeah. Oh, right? he can, uh... no. Is that racist? Can you say that? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> He's going to join Hit Row? <laughs> he could. I, all I was saying is that he could teach Top Dollar how to jump over some ropes. That's okay. all I was going okay. for. Okay. okay. All right. Last one. Helena Cell, Edge, and Finn Balor. I Edge matches since he's been back are long and plodding mm-hmm. and methodical. And if Finn Balor walks down that ramp in some demon makeup. I'm gonna go make. I'm. That's when I'm making queso. I, I know I'm. I haven't been around for it. It's not. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't like the demon thing. I just just go in there and squash your beef. Like they, these guys have been beefing for like a year now, and I'm so bored of it to be honest with you. Like Hell in a Cell, I love that they're gonna do this blow off at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They're gonna allegedly be bringing back the the you know mill cage it's not going to be red it's going to be you know regular i other than that sure let's just get this done yeah i feel like uh you know i feel like what you said there's an unpopular opinion with the demon but uh you know what i gotta agree man i'm not a big fan of the demon personality it's just kind of like feels like it kind of comes out of nowhere and it's like i don't really i i watched it back when and i just i also don't get it so uh it looks cool visually, sure, but it's pretty weird, and I don't, I just don't get it. Um, you hit the nail on the head with Edge. All his matches are hella long and very uh, old school, I'd say, which I wouldn't expect anything else because, you know, he's an old school type of guy. You know, he's been interested in acting. He kind of left for a little bit after the neck thing and did some shows and whatnot, so... Sure, he's into the whole storytelling thing. Seems to be very into it, so that's his thing. So I'm I'm expecting like a long match. I'm expecting a brutal match. I'm expecting like every met edge match. We get some shots to like his head or neck area that make you go, "Ooh, shit! Is was that? Is he okay?" That happens every time Edge has a match, and I'm just so worried for him. But you know, he always comes out fine. So i'm looking forward to the match just for those moments um and it being a hell in a cell like you said not being the red cage is like a blessing from god i hated looking at that thing on tv it was just so obnoxious and i saw somebody on twitter photoshop one of those red uh plastic cartons that you put like milk jugs into you know what i'm talking about <laughs> they they photoshopped yeah. that as the cage <laughs> And I, that is the most accurate uh, representation I've seen. So I'm very glad we're back to the regular steel cage. It's much more menacing and serious looking. Doesn't really look like a toy. Thank God. Yeah, I know you like Edge. Uh, huge fan of Edge. Have been for a long time. Dimitri, you and I grew up with Edge. So, you know, we... Uh, and I think I'm at the point now where I'm just trying to enjoy as many edge matches as we're going to get. Cause we don't really have that many left. I think mm. he's kind of winding down the end of his career. Um, and honestly, you never know. This might be his last WrestleMania. You never know how things are going to go from now until next year. So I'm just, you know, I'm trying to enjoy it as much as I can. Um, I would like for this feud to end. I would like to see the judgment yes. day move on and feud with someone else. I'd like to see edge in a more singles oriented feud as opposed to feuding with a group. Um, so yeah, I'm just, hoping regardless of who wins that we just end this and move on to something else 
you, you mentioned uh, possibly being um, Edge's last WrestleMania is, is interesting, or one of his last. Um, interesting, something I thought and something I've seen kind of floated around is the idea that, you know, we've seen Edge and uh, Rey Mysterio compete at so many WrestleManias, like, uh, together, not necessarily in the same match, but, like, at just at WrestleMania in general. This might be the last one we get both of them in it, and that's uh, kind of like a wild thing to kind of wrap your head around. Um, as somebody that's been a fan for so long, it's just kind of crazy to think this might be the last one that they're both on. Um, John Cena's definitely approaching that territory as well. Uh, he's barely wrestling as it is, so you know, scary times ahead. We're we're losing some guys, but uh, I'm excited about where things are going. I think they're doing a good job building some stars, so. I think we're in good hands. Jacob, what were you saying? Uh, I was just going to say uh, Edge is going to be smashing square to, to hit the spear at the end of that match. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I had left on that one. <laughs> All right. I think that's everything for this WrestleMania. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, last year being my first WrestleMania that I you know was really tuned in for, I had a very good time. You know, it was two days of my wife being like you're watching wrestling again yeah yeah and there's another there's another show on monday that's gonna tell us where we're going next and she's like oh my god but yeah it i i'm really looking forward to it i think it's gonna be really fun it's a great way to you know kick off the next chapter for you know what's coming i'm, I'm really looking forward to it yeah same yeah. also really looking forward to it which match are you guys most excited for Ooh! If you just pick one, let me look at this card real I'm, quick. Let me look at this card. Go ahead. And I'm going to come back to the tag team championship match. I'm really looking forward to that. Just the way that everything has gone down with Sammy and Kevin, and Sammy and Jay and Jimmy. Like the story that's wrapped up in that. Like I'm really, really looking forward to that one. I think that's going to be a really, really good match. What about you, yeah. Uh I would say um, I'm having a tough time deciding here, but it, it would be between the tag match and I am genuinely, like, seriously excited about the Austin Theory-John Cena match. I love John Cena, and I'm interested to see what happens to Austin Theory's character. So if I had to choose between the two, I would say definitely the story of uh, the tag team championship matches, elite, second to none. So, yeah, we're going to go with tag team championship match as well. Gotcha. Uh, for me, I think it would be easy to say the world championship match, but I won't. I'll pick a different one. Um, I think the Mysterios, Dom versus Ray, I think will be a really good match. Like we talked about earlier, there's a really, really compelling story and buildup. And I just think the atmosphere of WrestleMania, the buildup, everything um, makes for a perfect kind of match for me. That's a really good one. Yeah, I think that'll be really good. I think the crowd will be really into that one, especially oh, when yeah. uh, Ray puts the two-piece in a biscuit on his son. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I keep thinking about how many 619s there, there's going to be. Yeah, I, th- I think Dom's going to hit us with his little fake-out he's been doing. He's going to set Ray up and go, and then go, uh-uh-uh. I'm a Guerrero, you know, like he's, he's not going to do it. Uh, but it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, that, that's everything for, for this week one packed show. They, 
will probably be a little leaner going forward. We will also have some more AEW involved going forward too, but you know, WrestleMania week, that takes the cake. Um, Ied, thank you so much for being on here with us, being our first guest on on the podcast. Um, Thank you everyone for listening, talking to you, Mom, and we will be back next week. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.